This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, great, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Vayakel. Pashas Vayakel contains, according to the Chinuch, one mitzvah. It happens to be a losase. He understands the verse, the third verse in the parsha. Losavaru eish, b'cholmosh vosechem biyom hashabbos, that you're not to kindle, to light a fire in your dwellings on the Shabbos day, to be not only part of the uh, 39 categories of prohibitions of work on Shabbos, but specifically that the court is not to administer capital punishment, and the Yerushalmi extends from this, and this is the halacha, that the court, the based in, does not meet on Shabbos. I'd like to focus on a very interesting phenomena found at the very beginning of the parsha. The first three psukim of the parsha speak about the mitzvah of Shabbos. And in so doing, the Torah tells us, Sheshes Yomim, and then the next word, interestingly, which is written, Tuf Ayin, Sin Hei, the word could be pronounced one of two ways. It could be pronounced Ta'aseh Melacha, but if that is the way the Torah reader is going to read it, please God, tomorrow he will be corrected, because Anshei Knesses HaGadola, the men of the Great Assembly, and our Holy Mesorah tradition tells us that the word is to be read, Sheshes Yomim Teyoseh Melacha. What is the difference between these two meanings, these two usages? The word ta'aseh melacha means you are to do. You are the one who is charged to do and accomplish. The emphasis is on man who is producing. The word, as it says, sheshes yomim, for six days, teyoseh melacha, work is to be done, means the following. Yes, you have to put in your effort. But this is not the active form. Teyoseh is the passive, reflexive form, with the emphasis being on the result that the work will be done. When the Torah says, Sheshes Yomim Teyoseh six days work will be done, this reminds man that yes, he has to be involved. He has to make his hishtadlus. His involvement and energy is crucial. But ultimately, it is not he who is affecting and producing, but rather a higher source, namely Hashem. And if you have this understanding as to what's happening during the week, then it's much easier to accept and comply with the mitzvah of Shabbos.
If man is ta'aseh, if he's the producer, then when Hashem says to stop on the Shabbos from your work, that's a major demand. That's a major imposition. It's asking much of man who is productive all week long to forego some of his productivity in emulation of and submission to Hashem. If, however, man recognizes that all his successes are due to the help and assistance of Hashem, and he is at best a teoseh, as indeed the Torah teaches us in the fifth book. In the fifth book, in chapter 8, verse 18, the Torah says, Don't you go there and think, when you are successful, that that my strength and my might and my initiative have made me all this wealth, but rather, says the Torah, Zacharta, you shall remember, it is He, Hashem, who gives you the strength to make the wealth. And Unkelis, the Aramaic translation, says very sharply that, listen carefully, what are you to remember? That who Yohavlach, He gives you Eitzah, he gives you the advice. He gives you the insight. He gives you the tip. To invest in a particular stock. To buy a particular parcel of land. To go into a particular business. Who put the idea in your mind? Understand that it comes from him. If man realizes that he is teoseh, the work is being done, through a higher force, then it is much easier for man to accept the law of Shabbos, because after all, all week long, it's coming from him, and therefore Hashem, who is giving us the bracha all week long, he is the producer, it is much easier to follow his edict of not producing on Shabbos. Now, what emerges from the above is an incredible display of sensitivity that Hashem affords man. There is a basic human condition which is called by the Ramchal in his Das Tevunos. He calls it Nama Dekisufa. Nama Dekisufa means literally bread of embarrassment. He goes back and he says, God created a world because Teva Hatov Lehetiv, the nature of the good one, is to extend good. But if man would be the recipient of good without working or earning his keep, in a short time, most individuals will experience a sense of shame worthlessness and depression. Thus, it is a kindness of Hashem that He allows us to participate in our learning, earning a living, letting us believe and feel that we are major players in earning our keep in this world. And I really believe 
that if we understand this lesson, that it's not ta'aseh, it's teyoseh, I believe this will help us understand the first bracha that we recite in every Shmona Esrei, whereby we say, Gomel chasodim tovim, in praise of God, that literally He performs and bestows chasodim, kindnesses, tovim, good. Let me ask you, are there kindnesses that are not good? Why include the word tovim? Is not by nature kindness good? And based upon what we've been saying until now, I really believe that Hashem sustains us, that is a chesed, that He allows us and gives us dignity at the same time, that is chasadim tovim. Now the 611th mitzvah of the Torah is that of the halachto bidrachav, namely that we are to emulate Hashem. Now, interestingly, the Talmud in the Mishnah Demai in chapter 4, Mishnah 7, uses the term gomlin to mean a situation whereby one person will be doing something for somebody else. Basically, I help you, you help me, or reciprocity. This is what the term gomlin means. I'd like to borrow that definition and say that as God is gomel, chasodim tovim, as He extends kindnesses to us in a way that gives us our dignity, we are to extend kindness to the next one in the same way. In other words, we are to perform our acts of kindness, our chasodim, in a way that the recipient does not feel put upon, that the recipient does not feel indebted for the service that now they owe us one, but rather ideally one is to perform kindness in a way that the one performing communicates that he's actually receiving by giving. And he thanks the recipient for the opportunity to give. Case in point. Sometimes you just have to be quick on your toes. There you are. You're passing a bus stop. And you see somebody at the stop. And you know where he's going. He's going into the city. And you're going into the city. And you're going to stop and pick him up. And they're going to thank you at least once or twice for the chesed and kindness that you've done. And aside from saying you're welcome, you're going to say, look, you don't realize the favor you're doing to me. I happen to be somewhat tired and your company is going to help me stay awake as I drive. You're going to visit a shut-in, and rather than allow them to only thank you, you're going to thank them for sharing with you stories of their youth, giving you history of the past. You're going to say, wow, how much you enjoy coming to be by them. Thank you so much. I can tell you 
of the following true story. There was a Rebbe, a teacher in one of the yeshivos, who needed to borrow money. And he went to an individual and he asked him, could he please lend him money? And the person took out his checkbook and wrote a handsome check. When the Rebbe saw the amount of money, he started to thank him profusely for the interest-free loan, trying to assure him, don't worry, I'll try to pay this back as quickly as possible. And the one who wrote the check stopped him and said, don't thank me, I have to thank you for the opportunity, for the privilege that you are giving me to do this mitzvah, to help someone who teaches Torah. It's not simply how or the act that you do, but it's the how which is so important that goes along with it. This is Gomel Chasodim Tovim. If we can at least show the recipient how happy we are to do it. In other words, they're going to say thank you for what you're doing. And you're going to say, all right, don't bother, it's okay, no problem, my pleasure. You can say it or you can say it. If you say it in a manner that you really mean it, that makes them feel so much better. We have to train ourselves that when you are, please God, cooking for yourself, that's one thing. Now that I'm also cooking to do a mitzvah, I feel good that I have the opportunity to do something for somebody else. So the act of giving for somebody else gives me a genuine feeling of goodness. And it's this genuine feeling that I have to try to communicate to the next one. A tall order is contained in the pronunciation of the word in the second pasuk of this week's parsha. The Torah does not say, Sheishis Yomim Ta'asem Olocha. The Torah says, Sheishis Yomim Te'yoseh, with the emphasis being that it shall be done. Hashem gives us our dignity by participating in the process while He does the bulk of the work. And so too, we must strive in our personal and communal chasodim to not only do good, but to make the recipients feel good as well. Shabbat Shalom to all.